Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. I was letting that one go, too. It's Kesha. And I was just looking that up. I might have to take... Uh, when did that one come out? Because that feels Kesha? like yesterday, too. Uh, mm. I would say Ooh, eight two, years ago. Let's see. Okay, I know the answer. Are okay. You okay, good. When, um, what, what do you think? Take a guess, Alexis. What, what, what was your guess again, Don? I said 2012. That, and it's 20... I'm going to say um, 2009. You're right. Really? Wow. Yes, Alexis, you're right. Wow, wow, 11 years ago. Okay, that does feel like yesterday in some ways. Yeah, yeah it, it does. It does. Wow. I felt like it just happened. So that's appropriate to put in the flashbacks music. Okay, what is now, a flashback? How long does it have to be? <laughs> I see. I um, Yeah, that's a good question because with photos and stuff, it could just be a photo of yesterday. It, well, and the word like flashback Friday could be something that happened like last Friday. But I right. feel like you should have a definition of how long you have to... See, I like rules. What do you think? <laughs> a year or two? Or no. Or does it need to be like a decade? At least and probably more. Uh, <laughs> well, I think they still want to have music that appeals to everyone. <laughs> yeah. No ageism is, is not yeah. happening right now. Dawn's being very careful to like remind us that what might be a flashback for me at 50 is very different than what might be a flashback for somebody else that maybe hasn't been a lot around that long. Like they're thinking, "Oh my god, I listened to this when I was in 6th grade and they're in right. college." So, That's right. Yeah. Uh Betty Danger's Eyes is probably a little bit of a flashback <laughs> that would be too old by Kim Carnes for anybody else to really experience and know that joy. You mean Betty Davis Eyes, you said Betty Danger. Oh, I did? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. Oh, that's, that's weird. Like, you know why that's weird? Because that's a restaurant, and that's all I think yeah. about is food. <laughs> oh. And that God. Ferris wheel. You've got Betty right. Danger's eyes. <laughs> that place you is for sale. It. It's oh. also closed. It did, and no one's bought it yet, because that's been for sale before COVID. Yes, and I tried to buy the Ferris wheel. You did? What? I did send an email. Wait a second. <laughs> Bury the lead. What did your what? email say? Hey, oh, I won't say her name. I'm interested in the Ferris wheel. Are you, you peeling pe- that off? And yeah. it's, it was a complete sale. You couldn't pick, a, oh, pick off the Ferris wheel. Oh. Okay. What were you going to do with the Ferris wheel? I'm Just ride it anytime she wanted. That's right. I'm involved in lots of fun events and a Ferris wheel always comes in handy. You so you'd have a tra- like it, you'd have it details you'd move it around yeah like I got people that got spaces and places okay. to put all kinds of weird stuff oh God, what would you pay great. for a Ferris wheel what is the price of something like that I think that? the going rate for a Ferris wheel is excess is it- of fifty grand okay it's a lot.
Yeah. A good Ferris wheel. Right. Like that yeah. state fair Ferris wheel, that is like top of the line, oh. Las Vegas style Shh. Ferris wheel. Oh, yeah. A couple million for that Ferris wheel. Easily. You could like have meal, you could like have dinner parties in the cars. I love like, that. Yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff you could do with That's the Ferris such a wheel. Great idea. And then just make money off of 100%. Riders. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm all yeah. about the event making money, that but there's is, no yeah. events right now. It, so it would be right. so cool to own a Ferris wheel too. Yeah, it would. Do you want to be the carny that runs it? Nope. <laughs> no, no. And I don't want to know Didn't him either. Didn't even miss a beat. Uh, nope. <laughs> Not <laughs> interested. I don't want to know him either. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just like, how do you find somebody who can do maintenance on a Ferris wheel? That's another cost. Oh, come on. Kurt Johnson oh, can sure. MacGyver anything. Oh, my God. Probably. You're going to get Lobster to do it? <laughs> Probably. Hey, Lobster. I need Lobster's going to go- clean the house for the real estate inspection. <laughs> Lobster's painting today. Yesterday, Lobster was MacGyvering something in the garage. So you should just let him pee outside and off the pontoon if he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, We Alexis. put the pontoon away last weekend, but yes, he does pee off the pontoon. Uh, and in the woods and anywhere else that's handy. Just, I, it, I'd do that all the time if I could just, if I had a She hose. wants to, yeah. Yeah. So speaking of um, the the pontoon, so whenever you have to, for the winter, what do you have to do to your dock? Winter at, what what do you do? You pull it up? Oh, yeah, this is a good question. Uh, so, because the boats that my family have had, they've all been at docks that are, you know, not theirs. Yep. <laughs> you go store oh. your boat in the thing, and then the dock is just the dock. So we have a couple docks that are cantilevered that you pull up. Okay. And then we have one dock that is a permanent dock that you pray like a mother when the ice is going out in the spring that it doesn't take your dock out. Because oh they're expensive, God. but we're on an island, and so it's like anchored to the island. Okay, yeah. Oh. I yeah. was thinking about this because I looked up where Ely was uh-huh. yesterday. I'm like, wow, that has got to be beautiful up there because it's just all it's just almost less land than lakes. Yes, it's just mm. all very just much full of lakes right at the entrance to the Boundary Waters canoe area. Wow. They did find a lady. This was a weird story. They found a lady in the Boundary Waters canoe area. I think it was yesterday, the day before, that was naked. What? That was in a canoe, naked, screaming and having lots of fun. Mm -hmm. And was when they pulled up to, like, help her and rescue her. She didn't think she needed being rescued. But, you know, it gets cold up there. And the waters, it's not, you don't mess around. And the people that rescued her, they were state agents, I guess. And she was like, yeah, I'm just getting ready to take a few more gummies. Do you want some? (laughs) No, no way. No way. So I was like, that is not the place to be tripping your brains out, friends. Oh, my God. She didn't want any tan lines. No. And she was in in the Boundary Waters canoe area where it's you're not going to see many people. But yeah, some (laughs) campers ran across her and was like, we think she might need some help. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah. Sure, there's wow. a lot of stuff like that going on, you know, with everything in the world. Yes. You need an escape People and- are like blowing off steam in all kinds of weird ways. Right. <laughs> Naked wow. in a canoe alone. Oh my gosh. I have so many questions about living on a, a little island. So you can, you, you can ask me questions. So when you want to go to your island, <laughs> If it's like the dead of winter, do you guys go out there? How do you you get we there by snowmobile. boat? Oh, you do? We or yeah, we can cross-country ski. Okay, across the lake. And it's not winterized, but we do go and visit it usually once a winter. Oh, my God. That's so nice. cool. Yeah, it is. It's really an amazing thing. My husband's family bought it in the 70s. and Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. 
it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. It's on Burnside Lake. There's a lodge there, Burnside Lodge. If anybody next year wants to go and have a great, that's the lodge. It was a big logging area in the 20s. Oh my gosh, I'm so interested in that whole history. Yeah, there's a lot of cool history up there. And some of the rocks still have the logging um, boom float. Uh, When you log, do you put other logs around it and chain them up to keep the logs afloat? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of those rings of how they attached are still on the rocks up on the lake. There's a sunken steamship. Does he have any siblings? So is it or is it? He does. We have one sibling in Canada, and you know nobody could come from Canada this year, so that was a bummer. And then he has a sister in California, Grace Lear's mom. Oh, so you guys are pretty much in charge of keeping up and doing it. Okay. Yes, for the most part, with Grandma or with Dolores, our my mother-in-law. Oh my gosh! He was up there all summer with us. Wow. Mm -hmm. It was a great place for COVID. Sure. Yeah, we would just bring groceries and You're just isolated. Up yeah, there. she yeah. stayed on the island with the dog. Her and Aww. we call my dog grandma because she's 16. Aww. So we were like, you and grandma. And they had a lot of similarities in how they like act, like getting out of a chair. <laughs> yes. resting. Yes, like how much they slept. We were like, you and Nikki have a lot in common. She thought it was funny. Oh, cute. Yeah, island living is really interesting. Wow. I just yeah. read a book about um, this is I, I found it in a, a store where it was like it's called Mystery Town USA. I went to Michigan. Cool. At, last year. And um, I found a book called uh, The Myths and Mysteries of Michigan. And so I just finished that book and it was all about like seeing Bigfoot up there in the Upper Peninsula and also all the history of logging and how much money there was yeah. in in um it actually made more than the gold rush, like the logging industry. This is so boring to people, I'm sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm I, was, sure. I had a lot of time on my hands. But yeah. uh, it was just so interesting to learn about all the history of yeah. uh, how dangerous it was for loggers yes. way back in the day. And it's just so cool to read about stuff like that, that, you know, I'm from the I'm more of the South. You know, I'm from yeah. Southwest Missouri. So I just don't know about any of this history. When you travel down Summit Avenue in St. Paul, Mm -hmm. a lot of these homes were owned by lumber barons. Lumber barons, And they would have summer places up on the lakes, and Mm -hmm. they would truck in, like, oysters and lobsters and have these feasts in the summer. Wow. There's still lobster shells on the lake floor outside of some of these cabins um, that were lumber baron cabins. Yeah. Yeah, it is really cool history. And they had a whole... a couple of chapters on all of the um, uh, all of the gold that people look for in like Lake Michigan because of all the ships shipwrecks. Sure, sure. Like oh, way back the lost when, booty. right? Lost booty. So, and you said that there's a shipwreck out there. It's a steamship. It was steam one of the ship. ships that was used to move logs, but it How is on the bottom of the it? lake. You can swim right up to it. It's in like Ew. twenty feet of water. Oh, creepy. Oh, oh. don't we're sco- we've scuba dove through ships. Wow. That's not Dawn doesn't like the underwater dark things. I don't, but I like I to think about what's on. I don't like to think about what's on. Well, you there, also actually. had me at Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Do you believe then- it? Oh, yeah. I have a shirt that says I believe and it has a book Bigfoot on I it. I believe in lots of things. That is yeah. the one thing I do not believe in. Oh, I don't, don't believe in in Yeti, but I do believe that there's probably a Loch Ness Monster. Okay. I think there's stuff way in the ocean that we just have no oh, idea. Yeah, and they've just... But like a hairy guy that looks like Chewbacca running around in the woods, probably not. I've heard yeah. so many reports, though, of people that are so like they encountered it and they you can't tell them otherwise. It's the super strong smell. They saw yeah. it. 
Like just like the I, thing about smell is true because I can smell a bear. Oh, oh yeah, they're stinky, aren't they? Yeah, and you just when we get on our property, and sometimes I can smell like oh something was here. Ooh. God, what <laughs> is it doing? Is this bear on the island? Yeah, they swim. Yeah, and if so you, there's blueberries out there. We have blueberry bushes and oh. the deer will swim and get on the island. Wolves oh. have come out there. In oh the wintertime, wolves come. Ooh, we have a big wolf pack on the lake. Oh, my oh. gosh. So how big is the island that you're on? It's not as... It's like three and a half acres. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. You wow, can't see from fair, one side to the next. Too. It sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a wolf pack. So the entire island is only three? No. Yeah. The, acres, the whole island. It. Yep. Gosh. Okay. And there's a house on it. Wow. And it's a little like 1970s cabin. It's not insulated. It's uh, cedar siding. Wow. And how long does it take for you to get there? About five minutes from where we park our boat. No, I mean from here. Oh, uh, <laughs> three and a half hours on no traffic for on a regular weekend. Okay. I was trying to look at the distance. I was really creeping into your life in I my mind I feel like you yesterday. might have to come you? to the cabin. Oh like I might God. have to invite you next summer. Oh, that would be so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Three and a half yeah. to four hours, but it's worth it. I'm sure. What a treasure. Oh, yeah. And when Ellie was little, the invention that changed our lives was video uh, thing that you could put in the car because oh, when she yeah. was little we'd put a video in give her a peanut butter sandwich and every single friday after work we would leave Just and we oh. would drive up we'd get there about nine or ten we'd put her in we'd have her in her jammies we'd put her to bed uh-huh and then she worked at a summer camp up there it's as much her home as probably any homes we've had wow how yeah. neat yeah very cool so all fun yes. it's fun to talk about all that yeah it is yeah, especially Labor Day weekend. Yes, and now I have a big garden there, so I got to go and get the final tomatoes and Ooh. all the stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, Elizabeth Reese is coming up yeah. next with the Dirt Alert. Speaking of gardeners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. We have Elizabeth Reese with the Dirt Alert. Welcome, Elizabeth. Well, thank you. Happy Friday, everybody. Gearing up for a nice long weekend. Sure Um, are. Okay, so we've been talking the last couple of days about Meghan Markle and Harry's uh, deal with Netflix, okay? And there are some reports that have been saying that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, that their production deal signed this week with Netflix could be worth as much as $150 million. And Hollywood insiders are saying, absolutely not. There's no way it could be that much because they are producers, not content creators. So what the comparison is, is to some of these deals like Shonda Rhimes, for example, you know, who's created Grey's Anatomy and everything. She has a reported $150 million deal with Netflix. And then the creator of Black... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Kenya Barris, also that deal reported to be worth $100 million. But there's a top Hollywood agent who says that he'd be shocked if Meghan and Harry's deal was worth more than $2 million a year because they aren't creating these shows. You mm-hmm. know, like Shonda... 
and Kenya are creating the concepts, writing them. I mean, Shonda writes everything. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. big difference. But the Mona content she produces is it's extraordinary. Unbelievable. I mean, she writes, she has a team too, yeah, but she probably writes about the 20. Episodes. But yeah, I mean, yes. her, her vision, her concepts, exactly. that's important. Your showrunner and your head writer, they set the tone of everything. Right. So Harry and Megan, they're going to just kind of source it out and and they're going to put their name it, on it. Of. Yeah, and they're going to be producers, so they'll put their name on it. But there will be other producers as well. Okay, all right, I love it. Either we don't way, know how- that's a great. T- I mean, to have a deal with Netflix. Yeah, I would take Pretty it. Cool. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Quibi and other platforms had been trying to woo Megan and Harry before they decided to sign with Netflix. So, Quibi I mean, who? that could be one thing that pushed it up you a little guys, bit. A Quibi lot of who? celebrities are on Quibi, <laughs> though. I know. I'm on Dawn. Quibi because of you guys, because you told yeah. me to watch that pasta show, which was just really rewarding and oh, joyful. Shape of pasta. Shape of pasta on Quibi. And then I got a notification that it was going to charge me and I canceled because oh, I realized yeah. that I hadn't watched anything else. Oh, but yeah, You know what? Same. We have to watch, Elizabeth. Um, that chef Evan Funk. Oh, there is a um a, the the show is about him and is searched for the uh, you know all of these old pastas. If you haven't watched mm-hmm. it, you can t- get it on Quibi. It is fantastic. Quibi. There's a documentary I think on Netflix called Funk, and it's about oh. him opening. His pasta restaurant? Yeah, the one in L.A. that yeah. is like you can't even get into yes. if you six months in advance. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, I've got to watch that. Funk. Okay. I did start watching Unwell because of you guys. I wanted to tell you. <gasps> yeah, which episodes did so you watch? I got to the tantric sex one and watched yeah. that one. What? Uh-huh. I don't know about dark. this. What well, is it? It is dark. Bring us in. So Unwell is what Jason and Alexis recommended that I watch. And each episode is about sort of a wellness kind of trend or philosophy oh, or I would following. be in the rabbit hole on this one. And then what's interesting about it, Alexis, which I really liked, is that it wasn't necessarily like all bad. What it was is like the, the idea that this there is some... Like why you drink matcha every day, Elizabeth? Or breast milk is one of them. Why adults are yeah. drinking breast milk. Ah! Bodybuilders. But it's bodybuilders, ah! but then oh, it's also God. a guy who had prostate cancer who can show yes. you how his prostate numbers are impacted when he's drinking breast milk. Oh, I've got to watch this. It's and, fascinating, and, but then also how people sell it and how they counterfeit it, exactly. how they top it off with cow's milk. Alexis. Yes. Ooh, it, I know. On. Well, I'd be the worst because I, I'm, yeah, I'm such a low producer, <laughs> but there are some women who make gallons and gallons and gallons a day, and it's like this like little, like, flea market of breast milk. Totally. This one woman who um, has some sort of condition in which at her morning pump, okay, mama's out there if you've ever pumped, (laughs) you know, like in the morning if you wake up and you haven't nursed, like for me, a really good day would be like I'd get eight ounces. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is good. She would get 70 to 80 ounces just (laughs) in the morning. She has freezers full of milk. It was unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. So anyway, what, what I found was so interesting about Unwell on Netflix is that it's not just like this is good or this is bad. It's yeah. this is how it can be good and this is how it can be bad. Yeah, it's working for some people. Yeah, and then some people, you know, clearly like anything that humans do, we wreck it when we get greedy <laughs> and um, and then like when we try sex. to abuse others. <laughs> right, then it gets bad. I've got to watch this. It's Unwell on Netflix. It unwell on Netflix. Good. So Lex, I think I'm four episodes in, right? Because I. Oh, yeah, good. That's great. 
I've watched, let's see, yeah, how many of you, so you've watched four, I think I've watched four as well, I think there's six total, right? Oh gosh, I'm going to be sad six, when it's done. Eight. Yeah, watch that this weekend, everybody. Uh-huh. Report back, I get all okay. my best TV watching ideas from you guys. Oh, oh okay. Yay. Well, <laughs> same back at you. It's very true. Um, hey, I wanted to tell you that Robert Pattinson tested positive for coronavirus, after um, returning to film The Batman. So this production now has been shut down for a second time as a result. So filming is temporarily paused. They started production on this in January, but then had to be suspended in March when the coronavirus pandemic set in globally. They then um, had wrapped already seven weeks of filming by the time the shoot was put on hold. And then they're monitoring the situation, but uh, being reported that Robert Pattinson now has it. And so now they're having to hold off again. No telling when they'll be back because everybody's experience is different. And And what is his energy level going to be when he comes back? Right. I feel sad for him, too. Like, I mean, whoever is the person that gets the coronavirus, (laughs) it's sad for everyone. Oh, yeah. You feel like a real boss. But he also has a permanently sad face. Yeah, he does. He sure does. That's because he just in life remembers um, his Kristen Stewart. Movies. Yes. Oh, <laughs> puppy eyes. Thanks, oh, you guys. Okay, that's day. Elizabeth Reese on the Dirt Alert. <laughs> Harry Styles, such a little cutie. I love that song. Uh, welcome back to the Jason and Alexis show. I'm Stephanie Hansen. We're celebrating Labor Day weekend this weekend, so we will not be on the weekly dish from 9 to 11. We'll have a replay, but Stephanie okay. and I will be back every Saturday after that forever into perpetuity. Nice. We hope. It's a local foodie news. There's so much going on right now. There is a lot of foodie news going yeah. on with breweries and Surly closed and Butcher and Boar closed in the last week. A lot of foodie news and just things happening. But there's also been some things that have been opening. And Mm -hmm. Anamale's Barbecue Truck, which is in Northeast Minneapolis, parked in the Able Brewing Spot, was just mentioned by Food & Wine as the top barbecue in the United States. Um, They're on a list with other barbecue folks from all over the country. And our friend John Whipfley is great at the smoker and the ribs. And that is really an honor for him. Wow. So you should yeah, check pivot, that out. The pivot that restaurants have had to made, make now, too, with not only take and go, but also food trucks popping up. It's they've had to been, be so innovative to, you know, just stay alive. I would challenge anybody to if you think about from a business perspective of that, you know, this is your business model and this is your business plan. And then the government tells you that you have to shut down. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that happened to a lot of us. Then you're trying to figure out like how you can bring your workers back, do it remotely. Well, the restaurant thing, they have had to reinvent themselves, not just once, not just twice, but multiple times as this thing has moved from fully being closed to probably doing curbside to welcoming some diners in, but not necessarily enough to make any money. So you're still doing curbside, which is in a lot of places like a completely different restaurant model. Mm, Yep. Then patio. So if you didn't have a patio, you had to build one or find one or it's parking lots. Yes. It's so amazing and inspiring. Some of the stories of how people are still kicking it and just trying to hang on until we get past this uh, virus situation. Yeah a lot it is a lot did you hear that the hilton in um uh downtown uh times square new york city there's a hilton there that's kind of an iconic hilton Mm -hmm. that's closing 
Oh my gosh! Yeah, I've heard so many things. I, I listened to a podcast with a couple of comedians who are both in New York, and you know they're talking about how there's all these places that are closing, and how some people are saying that it's just going to totally change New York. Crime is going to come back to those areas because you don't have a, you know, you've got a Claire's jewelry store that was able to stay open, but then the mom and pop place next to it had to close and they're all boarded up. Yep. And they're afraid that it's just going to go back to uh, what it was before they sort of cleaned up. It's a, it's a good thought. You, you don't realize until you drive down Hennepin Avenue in downtown Minneapolis, which is a full of construction, but you just, When you don't have people in a bustling metropolis, mm-hmm. you start to notice a lot of things that aren't attractive. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, graffiti, uh, people that maybe are lurking around in areas where they shouldn't be. Yeah, um, yeah. who wants to live there? It's a good question. Yeah, it's a good and question. Stay and so, uh, while you were gone, Don, there was an article that came out, and Jerry Seinfeld got involved too because he was really upset uh, by it. But basically, that New York City is dead forever. Oh, God! And he doesn't think that it's ever going to recover from coronavirus and, and you know, the economic issues that have happened. So I, I don't want to be that I don't that believe dark. that. I cannot I don't, I don't believe either. that because, you know, this that, that was founded on a bunch of different cultures and people coming together, you know, yeah. way and New back York when. City and it's resilient. A hundred percent. Like when you... Not to talk about gangs in New York as oh, like a positive movie, but no, but I love that movie. Yeah, and really showing the time frame of what it was like when immigrants came to this country and mm-hmm. they came through Ellis Island, and the ingenuity and a lot of it started in food, right? Right. Yeah. Which is ironic. Yeah. The only problem I see is that I think the properties and the you know those those little um, storefronts are going to be bought up by the wealthy. And so the small business owners aren't going to be owning those, you know. Yeah, the one percent will be better off than ever, and the rest of us buying up all the properties. Yeah, Yeah, the big difference now the haves and haves. But that has happened cyclically, and if you look historically, you can find some bright spots. In Mm -hmm. you can't. One thing you can't kill is the human spirit. Exactly, you will find a way. People will be resilient people will be smart people will find new ways to do things that is the america that i see every day and mm-hmm. i particularly see it in the restaurant industry well, and yeah, it, pivot yeah and communities that are coming together to try to figure out how to make a living how to create jobs how to create wealth yeah. um that is the part that gives me hope when some of this feels just like oh Right. And the arts, too. Like, I know we are having unprecedented amount of artists that are not being able to practice their art. Museums have been closed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Live music venues have been closed. Theaters have been closed. Gosh, I vividly remember my last theater experience was at the Guthrie and the woman behind me was coughing the entire time. Oh, no. And it was I was with some friends who really thought I was a nut. Because I was like, I might have to like move my seat because I just this woman coughing, I can hardly deal with it. Mm -hmm. And beyond being distracting, I was like, I knew there was a pandemic because it was in January Mm -hmm. and I knew what was happening in China's and I'm pandemic prepared and aware Mm -hmm. at all Uh times. So I was like, uh, and they were just like, you are crazy, Hanson. I'm like, I know I'm crazy, but I really I got to (laughs) move. And that was my last time in like a public theater setting. Wow. And that was like, I want to say the second week of January, maybe. Did you move? Oh, yes. 
Heck yes. Okay, good. And there was, did and your friends move? No. They just were like, oh, crazy Hanson. She has to sit in the front row at a movie theater. You know, they know. Uh-huh. They know what they're getting with this pretty package. Well, as far as food goes and like the fair, I'm in a, there's a Facebook group that's called uh, Fair Food Finder. It's fantastic. Right. It's yeah. got like over 150,000 people. And what you can find there is all of these people that have state fair foods or are state fair vendors not all of them actually vended our state fair but the similar kinds of foods and you can figure out where they are every weekend on this facebook page yeah also there's an app now it's called foodfinder.app and uh, it's the fair food finder and you can look pull up the twin cities right here and you can find where all the food trucks are so maybe that's something people can do this uh, holiday weekend love it because to follow the food trucks you kind of do have to be on twitter because that's really where they follow Oh, yeah, okay. or Instagram. What I'm doing on Instagram yeah. mm-hmm. too. Yeah, right outside the fair on Snelling and what is that? Larpender. Yeah. They have that lemonade stand, and every oh. time I've gone by there, it's there's a lot. There's a long line. Wow. So that's great. I mean, at least like yeah, they're. Yeah, there's a place in Maplewood too. Like I don't know what street it is, but there were there's like twelve of these fair type concessions that are all grouped together. Smart. That's on that app too. Yeah. We got to find cool. something to do. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have big uh, big plans cool. for the weekend? No. I'm, <laughs> I'm still I I don't know when yeah. I will feel comfortable going yeah. in any stores. I come to work and go home and I wear gloves and I'm really careful. Okay. So, so when you're at home, are you puzzling? Or? Oh yeah. I am. Um, I'm reading a book right now uh, and I'm watching six feet under. Oh, that <laughs> yes. is such a treat. Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous. You know, that whole ride of, you know, you know that it's going to be a great show. It's a great show. You've gone through it. And then you think, cause there's morning after that, right? You're like, oh, when it's man. over, Peter Krause in that was yes. so excellent. So I'm so He's from Minnesota. You know that, right? I did know that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, how do, cause it looks like Krause. So it's Krause I think or you is say it Krause? Okay. Something oh. like that. Okay. And it looks like Krause and I'm probably wrong, but no, I don't know what it is. I'm just, I, I think I, I, yeah, I thought it was Krause, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Krause! 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 I'm going to eat some good food this weekend. What I've are you going to eat? I'm going to find a food truck and we're going to go there because I think idea. that sounds just divine. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And out. you're going to be packing, I hope. Yeah, packing yes. up the cabin <laughs> at the island. Oh, right. Getting, yep. getting all Taking the food the out. In. Getting the docks in, bringing all the food home to then my house that I'm trying to declutter and... <laughs> I know. And you know, you need a food truck. And I'm a gardener. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. pa- I'm making tomato sauce and salsas and anything I can with my produce. Yeah. yeah. I have Smart. bought six pallets of mason jars already this season. Sure. Awesome. Like, I'm going to need a mover just for my food. Yeah. yeah. I got a freezer full. Like, I. Oof. Oh, boy. Oh, I know. Man, I miss making pickles. That was one of my favorite things to do with my grandma. We just haven't gotten together to do it in like the last three years. Yeah. You couldn't. Because didn't you we have some to make cucumbers? Like of quarts. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. it. And I was yep. just on your website, stephaniesdish.com, and I'm like, there are those uh, those sun-dried tomatoes, tomatoes in Yum, yeah, the oven, so, so maybe I'll do that this weekend. Yeah, and they're Ooh, good. Cool. Really good, and you can use them in pasta. We ate those last night. I made Instant Pot risotto. <gasps> Ooh, okay, can we talk about that when we get back? The yeah. Instant Pot? Sure. Yes. Sure, when we come back. The story of a girl, that's one of those flashbacks that I'm sure Uh is about within the last 10 years at least. (laughs) 
Oh, it's older than that, isn't it? Has it? To oh, be. it's gotta be. Yeah. We'll have Phil look that up for us. Yeah. That's a we're just there you go, researcher Phil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna tell you guys quick about listener rewards because there's some really cool prizes that you can get in on. You can get lit with a fifteen hundred dollar lighting RX makeover from Southern Lights. We also have two hundred dollar Staples gift cards for your home office upgrade, $100 to Dick's Sporting Goods, gift cards to Starbucks and Chipotle. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to our listener rewards, and there's even more prizes there. It's on our app and at mytalk1071.com. And what are we waiting for? We were supposed to do Whoops. passing notes, and yeah. I completely blanked on it. I apologize to Rocco, who puts a lot of effort into this every Friday. Yes, yeah. he's so great. This is about, um, this mentions one of my teachers in it, and that's all I know. He also uh, has, tr- he's tracked down this teacher and sent me a screenshot through an email. I'm like, Hilarious. oh my God. Okay, wow. so here we go. It's passing notes. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. Once again, that's Kiki's music, signifying we've got another note from Dawn's frenemy Kristen, a.k.a. Kiki. Last time we heard from Kristen, she was whining about some static down at a local place called the Get and Go, which led us to do a quick date Mary dump between a few different convenience stores. Okay, let's see. I would date the Get and Go, because bye. This ain't no hotel. I would marry the pump and munch, because, duh. (laughs) And I would dump the come and go. Selfish. Wow! So that was fun. Remember fun? Anyway, here's Debbie! I guess it's pronounced DB, but that was Kristen's nickname for Don. Yo, B-I-T-C-H. What's up? much here. I'm in chemistry. Dr. Nail is starting another chapter and we have that test tomorrow. Dr. Nail? (laughs) Sounds like a rejected Marvel character. So dude, homecoming is turning into too much of a deal. I'm sure. I don't have a dress. We don't have dinner reservations. We are supposedly getting a room, but not yet. Okay, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking about this character of Dr. Nail. Maybe something like Marvel Presents the double life of a vigilante <laughs> chemistry professor from Springfield Catholic High. Starts Friday at a Springfield cinema. This film is rated R. Ooh. Okay, sorry. Back to Kiki and homecoming. We are supposedly getting a room, but not yet. And I bet my mom makes me go home at midnight. Just joking. But I bet she'll give me a lame curfew, you know. Maybe Kiki's mom should call Dr. Nail. <laughs> When all you've got is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Your mom said to be home by 1 a.m., Kristen. She didn't want you to get hammered. In theaters Friday, rated R. Okay, this is stupid. Let's get back to it. So, Bill, what's the word with your group? Any or everything? Oh, get this. Lyle told me that Miss Pinnell was going to tell Brandy that she couldn't bring all those girls here. <laughs> they won't let them in or something. I wonder who told Miss Pinnell. That's cool. Oh, I know who told Miss Pinnell. Dr. Nail. <laughs> Brandy, 
You can't bring those girls here. I mean it, Brandy. Stop! Hammer time! In theaters Friday, rated R. I have to go to a stupid tennis match today. Yeah, green light. Hello, sexy! Smiley face. Tennis matches are stupid, Kiki. I'm more into squash. Dr. Nail. This is definitely not a drill. It's a hammer. In theaters Friday, rated R. Well, we have some major tests tomorrow due to religion, algebra 2, chemistry. Well then, Kiki, if you want to nail your tests, <laughs> you'd better put the hammer down tonight and study. Get it? Like you hammer nail into mm. a stud. St study. I, I probably took that one too far. <clears throat> no, carry on. I have a dead joke in religion. Watch your language, Kristen. You need to do all that crapola. Better. Damn. Kristen. Well, sexy. Gotta go. Green light. Love ya, Kiki. Thanks, Holly. And thanks to voice guy Kevin. Oh. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> oh my He's god. Wow. Wow. What a great, what a great way to end the show today. Yeah. You guys, it's been a great so week. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. We're so happy for your next adventure yes. in moving, Stephanie. Yes. Congrats. Yes, yes, yes. It's I learned week. a lot of things this week. Mm -hmm. I learned about that eight ounces is a good breast pump. Yeah. Yes, it is. For one sitting. That's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that Alexis was almost in an arranged marriage at age six. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was really that Dawn believes in Sasquatch, which wasn't a huge reach, but still good to know. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. I learned that Kenny has a raccoon pelt. Mm. And another pelt, was it a rabbit or a squirrel? I think it, a rabbit. A okay. rabbit pelt. Yeah, his son so got it. Two pelts in the in the freezer. Mm -hmm. It's been a great week, well, you and guys. You and your lake time. That's and right. Happy, and Happy Labor Day, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we'll your see you, we'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> yes. Wow. See you next Tuesday, Don. Thank you so much, Steph. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye, guys. We love you. It's a beautiful day